Are you an introvert like me and struggle with the concept of networking? Are you a type of person that's trying to figure out how you can use your network to really make yourself well-known and established in your career? <laughs> if either of those questions relate to you, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to be talking about all of that in today's session, how to nurture your network without burning bridges. Okay, hi, welcome back. This is uh, this is Karen. This is Javier. And together we are the Gov Geeks. Thank you very much uh, for joining us for Gov Geeks Assemble. This is a fantastic podcast. Level up your nine to five on ninety five. Uh, Karen and I are the Gov Geeks. We put our organization together to provide some value to public servants, government employees who are interested in finding some fulfillment and satisfaction in their career. Uh, this is our weekly podcast. We come on live at six o'clock every Thursday Eastern, Eastern time. Exactly. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, and also, just to put in a quick plug, um, if you're interested in resume templates, designs, we have a great free course that is available on our website. All you have to do is go to theduckgeeks.com. And when you're there, just uh, sign up for our community, or as Karen likes to say, our geekdom, which is fantastic. Uh, and we'll provide you some information. There's a direct link and everything that comes after you sign up for that, but we look forward to sharing that with you. So uh, Karen, tell us a little bit about our topic that we're gonna be talking about today. Right, so it's all about nurturing your network. So essentially um, building those relationships through networking, through introductions, through um, you know relationship building. So all of that, which is a huge soft skill and it will help you in your career. Yeah, soft skills especially are fantastic. Uh, there are a couple of areas that we're going to talk about for our session today. Uh, the first one is going to be more about um, really how you go about making time for catch-ups, for uh, working with people. The next item is uh, connect helpful resources for individuals. We'll go into more details about that one. And then lastly, we'll talk a little bit about making introductions as well. And of course, um, we have a new feature for this week. Uh, we have Q&A or questions and answers from the Gov Geekdom. Uh, we've had a couple of great questions that have come through that we want to share with you guys. Um, but first, are you ready to, to jump into it? Absolutely. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. So the first one then is make time for catch-ups. So what's that all about, Karen? Right, it's, you know, we're all busy in our day-to-days, uh, so it's really hard to make that time to catch up with people, um, reach out to them, either it's your, your former boss or even your current boss um, or colleagues. Just making time to have those, um, you know, coffee breaks. Right. Even now in the virtual world that we're living in, making time for some virtual check-ins. Um, and you can do that again with anybody who you want to build those relationships with. Um, and we talk about not burning bridges, right? Because you just never know when that interaction will come full circle again. I think yeah. we've both been in situations where We've been working with people in a completely different organization, um, completely different sector, and we end up right back 
um, you know, with those people. So you, you never want to burn those bridges. Um, that's very crucial. So it's having that political savvy mm -hmm. to navigate um, networking. Uh, political savvy is, of course, very important. And in the whole idea about like making time for catch ups, it's not necessarily just about um, an individual that you can get close with that can potentially help you in your career. But honestly, it's just trying to think through how you could be of value to other people uh, as well. So you're not just trying to, you know, have those conversations with very key influential people, but it's about uh, people that you work with, your peers, your colleagues. And it's also about people that you can help uh, to help them move through their career as well. Uh, it's, it's interesting how well we are all interconnected uh, through one means or another. We all have these connections and these pop up at the funniest times. I mean, you have conversations with people, time goes by and before you know it, wow, they can be in a, in a hiring position, a more influential position. Uh, they can know someone that can refer a person for your team if you're looking to hire people. They may have more information. And believe it or not, uh, memories really do matter. Right. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. So like, kind of like what Karen was saying about burning bridges, if they have that memory about, you know, I just I just wanted five minutes with this person it's just so they can help me with my career, help me understand something, and they couldn't even take the time to talk with me then, why should I help them now? Right. And I've, ha I've had those situations and it's, you know, it's very conflicting, but Yes, you definitely want to, you know, leave with a, leave with a good impression. And um, I would like to kind of mention as far as how you're explaining, there's just so many facets to this, right? So it's almost like the multiverse within your, your networking, because you could have so many different interactions that could culminate, um, you know, at any given time. So you just want to make sure that, and you'll hear us say this a lot, and that's because it's so important, um, is the relationship aspect. So yeah. like Javier was saying, it's not just, oh, you're very powerful. I want to get to know you. Um, you know, you got to be careful with that too, right? Because you don't want to uh, hitch on to somebody and uh, too closely, and let's say something happens and then you're kind of dragged down with them. So you want to just be, you want to kind of stand on your own but build those strong relationships with the people around you. Yeah. So again, people around you, above, below, side, it's just all around. So it's very important. Plus also, can you imagine the relationship that you're gonna have with someone if you always feel that they are just there when they need something? or they're just there to, to get something from you. Uh, that's not really a, a, a great feeling. Right. So why would you want to project that onto someone else as well? Uh, I mean, I've had some really fantastic mentors in my career personally, even from undergraduate and, and on. And just the idea that they were willing to take a little bit of time to talk with me about things, I may have not have been able to you know, say thank you in ways that were truly meaningful for them. It's not like a professor said something profound and helped me in my career and everything. And all of a sudden I turned around and said, thank you for that. Here's a million dollars now that we're worth billions. Um, nothing like that, of course. But the larger idea is that it just it really helps the overall growth of your, your community. Because you can better believe that uh, if I ever had the opportunity to talk to someone 
that that person referred to me. If they said, I'd appreciate it if you took five minutes to talk to this person. They're in your field. You can have, you can share a lot of information about your experiences. Uh, yeah, I mean, I totally make the time and pick up the phone or meet in person and all that. Of course, again, pre-COVID, because mm-hmm. um, these are some meaningful things. Karen, I'm curious from your perspective, um, in your career, how has a person who has made time for you benefited your career growth? I mean, there's not a way to really quantify it. Um, I think it's just, uh, I don't want to say an emotional um, you know, feeling, but it's just the fact that they would take the time to just answer some questions, um, You know, take the time to sit with me. Um, I've had several of those instances where um, just in awe of this person and they, you know, take time to talk to me um, about my career and my aspirations, I think is um, something that is just very impressionable on on an individual. So, uh, and then that's why it's so important to then, I feel obligated to, of course, thank them, right? But um, pass it on. So definitely um, it's impactful. Uh, and so just know that the impact that you're having on somebody when you sit down with them, um, it, it means a lot. So yeah. a few minutes out of your day um, means a great deal to somebody. So we were talking about pop culture references before uh, we went live here today. And we talked a little bit about uh, Yoda. The <laughs> ultimate mentor. The right? ultimate mentor. And I, I like this picture of Yoda with the top hat and everything. He's, uh, he's the gentleman Yoda. Um, I should also say that that is the image that I have for one of my fantasy football teams, by the way. But yeah, you know, what I always appreciated about Yoda is if you watch his interactions, he works with so many different people. Uh, Everyone from what he would call younglings or young Padawans in the Jedi Order to people that are more uh, senior or even to advising some of the most uh, influential people uh, in the Republic which Mm -hmm. was always really cool to see. Just the idea that, again, he's willing to take the time to really help a person uh, in their career and and to really just make a difference. Right, not to mention he um, is vertically challenged, um, much like myself. So I definitely appreciate that. He may not be the largest in the galaxy, but he um, definitely has the most, um, you know, influence. Judge me by my size, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then another reference that we had from, from pop culture uh, is just Dumbledore. Uh, and of course, all the relationships and the discussions that Harry Potter had, had with him uh, along the way. Uh, I think he was, you know, really interested in trying to help not only Harry, but just everyone that he had an opportunity uh, to work with. And I think that we can all think about uh, some people that have been there for us whether we realize it or not. I mean, just this person that is incredibly kind and influential uh, with, with their time, generous with their time. And those are the things that you, you definitely remember. It's not like a couple of years from now, you're gonna say, oh, I remember that financial table. Well, I totally remember, you know, whatever technical detail, but you remember how you feel. Right, right. The famous Maya Angelou quote, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And so, I mean, who has, you know, kind of been that mentor to you? Um, or do you have a pop culture reference that um, you think is applicable? Feel free to, you know, let us know in the chat or um, let us know with the hashtag GovGeeks um, who you feel that um, was a good mentor for your career. 
Yeah, we'd really appreciate that. That'd be awesome. Uh, and then also, um, in terms of how, because we had the question, you know, make time, but here are some just simple examples of how you can go about doing this. One of the things that I like to do is honestly just adding into the calendar. Uh, we have an agreed upon time that works for both of us. Uh, and we carve out 30 minutes or however much time. And then we set it on an auto update. And every three months or every two months, bam, the, the thing kind of pops up. Uh, another great way is honestly just keeping in touch via text message or other forms, emails, things like that. Just clear ideas of how that person comes into your mind and then just letting them know. Hey, heard about this great song today, wishing you well, hope things are going great. Or hey, I know that you have whatever coming up right now, best of luck, look forward to hearing some good news. Those sorts of bits of uh, encouragement I think are really kind and fantastic. Yeah, and I always do similar things where when I'm talking with somebody, if a key event um, comes up in the conversation, like, oh, they're moving to another location um, for their next position or their, um, they have a, an interview coming up. Uh, I usually put a, a note in my calendar, hey, make sure to, to reach out to so-and-so, say good luck, make sure to reach out to um, so-and-so and see how the trip went, just to make sure that, you know, because again, we get busy, right. and um, it's good to make sure that you're remembering those those things. So then you reach out and you just say, hey, how was that that um, trip? How was that drive? And, um, you know, you're able to, to keep that um, conversation going. So it's just a little reminder um, you know, and tips for you to try to keep on track with that. And really, how long did that take you? Oh, it took me just like a second. Exactly. You, you, you think about it, you write it down, it's in the calendar, you send a quick message, quick update. Uh, and, and those are the things, again, that, that really do uh, make a difference. So, yeah. And, and they resonate. Yeah. Uh, and again, going back to our, our subject that we're talking about today, this is really nurturing your network. And you're certainly not burning your bridges by doing all of this. You're just really giving them the opportunity to connect with you again. And you have that that nice um, feeling <laughs> in the back of your head about like, you know, how cool of a gesture that was for them to take out the time to do all of that. So, okay, you ready for the second one? Yeah. Okay. So the next is uh, connect helpful resources. So what's your thought when you hear that? Connect helpful resources. So really it's just a matter of, let's say if you have somebody that you're talking with and they're asking about, um, maybe they're trying to find courses that would help them within a certain area. And you happen to know, well, I know that there is you know, a conference going on or a free course or a webinar that's available. Um, you know, may I share that with you and see if you're interested in something like that. So you're connecting them to something that you know will help them or that they're they're interested. Yeah, yeah. again, because it, it's like this thoughtful gesture where you know what it is the person is interested in, what's uh, important or a value to them, what could help them. And then you go about sharing that information to kind of help them get to that point. And what I really love is that this isn't like you reaching out to say, hey, you know of a job or mm -hmm. hey, uh, gimme, 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 or hey, it's all about me sort of a deal. It's just, you are providing. And what tends to happen, just like the communication model where you know the sender sends out the message and then you get feedback in return and then there's feedback again. And it's this relationship building, it's communication, just like how you said earlier, it's all about relationship building. Right. You know, those, those are very good. You should have relationship bingo or every time you say relationship. <laughs> 
Bing! <laughs> I think that would be pretty good too. Tally. <laughs> Tally. Um, well, also another thing about this though is providing helpful resources. So it's not just like a, you know, hey, I found this link, here's this course, here's a seminar, etc. But if you're thinking about yourself as a, a leader, you're working in an organization, um, you are trying to hire the right people, have the right resources available to you to do your job. Uh, and a great resource could be a person that is actually looking for a, a job or a position. So as part of the conversation, uh, if you're saying, yeah, you know, I'm trying to find a person that can help me with X, Y, Z uh, in what we're trying to do. And then you just happen to come across through your networking, uh, a good person that would be a good fit for them. How, I mean, simple is it just to send them the resume? Hey, I know you're looking for this person. I know this great friend. I know this great resource. Or I just met this person. Um, here's their resume. They might be, um, you know, worth having uh, consideration for your organization. Right. And really, at the end of the day, people hire people. They don't hire resumes or, or pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. So if you can vouch for someone and they're um, really taking their, their consideration of, the, of that person that they're recommending. I mean, I personally, I know that that's a fantastic thing. Like if I were to see Karen's resume, not only would I know it would be fantastic, but if I didn't know her, how would I know I could trust her? So if someone reached out and said, hey, uh, I know Karen, she's fantastic. She'd be a great fit for this position. I think maybe it'd be worth your time to, to look at her resume. I've attached it here for you. I would trust that person uh, and it would really resonate with her resume as well because it has more value and meaning now because it's from a trusted source. Right, and I would say there's a couple of caveats with that and one of these will tie into our next topic, but um, you also wanna make sure that you're getting permission from, of from both parties, right? So before you provide that resume, just make sure, you know, hey, there's this position, just wanna make sure that, you know, I think you would be a good fit for it. You know, would you mind if I pass that along? And then, you know, then you can do so. Um, the other caveat is you definitely want to be careful. Make sure you do trust that that is a um, trustworthy person, right? Of course. Nothing like vouching for somebody and um, doesn't work out um, very well. So you just want to make sure you're you're very careful with that. So don't be just throwing out everybody's resume, right? <laughs> so you don't want your name to be um, associated with, with something like that. So just just couple caveats with that very good caveats uh, indeed but you know that call me a pessimist I don't pessimist know. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> a realistic optimist <laughs> there, there you go, go. <laughs> Uh, but I, I noticed one of the things that you said was you, in reaching out and making sure that the permissions are good and everything, you could say, hey, I know about this position. Would you be okay if I referred your resume or if I sent them your LinkedIn profile or something mm -hmm. like that? That's that's exactly what we're talking about, connecting helpful resources. Mm -hmm. And if someone was like, oh, yeah, totally, you know, I, I'd appreciate that. That sounds fantastic. Or maybe they'll say, you know, I, I appreciate that. Uh, thank or you for taking so well. maybe they want to brush up their resume. They're have right. things to add or you know let me you know so definitely good to to have those conversations and it's all about our keyword relationships, relationships. <laughs> tally yeah click uh so the next thing is um make introductions i, I think that that is a, a super important resource here as well so mm -hmm. i know we kind of touched upon that uh in our in our last one a little bit but just making introductions i think is one of the most impactful things that you can do because it's just a way to really kind of help uh, people better understand the layout of their career their uh, overall industry uh, i mean mm -hmm. you learn so much more 
Uh, Karen, what, what are your thoughts about making introductions? Yeah, it's kind of similar to what we had already um, talked about where let's say you are talking with somebody and they're interested in applying for a certain position and you know they're trying to see if there's anybody um, that they could talk to and you happen to know somebody within that organization that you know very well and feel like they would be a good a good fit to, to talk to. Mm -hmm. um, you essentially want to talk again with both parties, right? You talk, talk with, um, let's say, the individual you're initially talking with, ask them if they're okay if you reach out to your contact to um, start an introduction, mm -hmm. and then you reach out to um, the other person and ask if they're okay with you um, connecting um, this individual to them, if they're willing to talk with them a little bit. And then you craft up the introduction. So you say, hey, Joe, this is Sam. And you and make an introduction just like you would, you know, in per you can do it in person or, you know, over email, mm -hmm. but you just kind of say, you know, well, you know, I felt that Joe was a good, um, you know, person to contact with because he has, you know, 10 years experience in the field that you have and i think it would be worthwhile to to hear what he has to say and the value he can add and vice versa hey you know joe i want to connect you with sam because she's looking into getting into xy organization and you know she has this breadth of expertise in this area and i think she'd be a great fit for for your organization so uh, just making those introductions and then you kind of go from there and, and walk away and hopefully everything turns out well. Hopefully everything turns out well, yeah. But I think what's what's really good about that is that you made the most kind-hearted, intentional action there at the very beginning. I mean, even if for one reason or another, it doesn't go so well, mm -hmm. but I mean, at the same time, you're coming from a good place. You, you know a good person, you know another good resource, and you're just making the introduction. I mean, how often in our careers, if we had known the right person or had the right insight, would that have made such a big impact on our lives and our careers? Uh, I mean, if you think in general, uh, just how we happen to know how things go uh, and life just continues to, to go on on its course. I mean, I'm thinking about the first time that I had a chance to, to meet you. So Karen and I have been married now for over 21 years, but basically with introductions. Um, I mean, we happened to meet at a party but you know, if I hadn't gone, or if I had known, or if you know someone hadn't made the introduction, my life would be significantly different. I honestly say I don't think it would be as great without mm -hmm. Karen in my life. But it's essentially the the same thing: making these contacts, building these relationships, is really what what it's all about. And you know, again, connecting the dot back to our idea about nurturing our network. Uh, I mean, that's really the, the thing that happens. You nurture the network by building quality connections. And I think that that's really good. Right. Yeah, right. no, that's, that's very true. So uh, you were talking earlier about um, Scott Pilgrim <laughs> and making introductions. Oh, yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't know how many people know, know the reference, but Scott Pilgrim uh, is a movie based on a comic, which, you know, is our thing. So essentially there's an individual, a, a girl that Scott Pilgrim is interested in and he gets an email and it's just a very lovely email introducing, you know, himself. Hello, I am, um, you know, Mr. Patel. Matthew Patel. I'm Matthew Patel and, you know, very nicely worded, uh -huh. um, you know, introduction and, you know, 
Scott Pilgrim basically like, I don't know who you are, delete, right? <laughs> fast forward, spoiler alert, fast forward, you know, this individual is a, an evil ex of um, Ramona Flowers who he's interested in. He's like, didn't you get my email? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's just a matter of what do you do with that information once you get it? So are you just going to toss it away like Scott Pilgrim? Or are you yeah. going to, you know read it and do something with it. Well, I, I think that that's a great point. Like if, if Scott had taken the time to really establish that connection, understand the relationship and the meaning that was there, he wouldn't have been caught by surprise. And, and certainly, you know, the outcome would may have been a little bit different, uh, but it's just interesting, this idea that you're, you're making connections and those lead to some, some bigger things here as well. So hopefully that is a very helpful tip. Um, Karen did a great example of explaining like how you can go about doing that. And that's, um, you know, a, a good email. Hello, this is so-and-so. I'm happy to introduce this other person. Uh, I met this person here or there. They're really interested in that. And then, then the other person, I'm pleased to introduce you to this person. As I mentioned before, this person is a fantastic resource and it was blank and blank about that. Um, I'll, I'll leave it from there and then exactly. you know let them carry on the conversation from there, which is really nice. Right. <laughs> so those are our, our three areas that we have here for how to nurture your network without burning bridges. Um, but now that brings up our next uh, topic area though, Karen, where we have our Gov Geekdom questions and answers. Excellent. Yes, very excellent. Um, we've had a chance to connect with a, a lot of people throughout uh, this week in the GovGeeks community. Uh, there's some really good questions that we've been asked that we wanted to share a couple of insights and responses as well. And also, by the way, if you're interested in asking us questions, you can go ahead and uh, type in them uh, now or uh, if you're interested here in the um, uh, the chat box please feel free to, to send in there thank you so much <laughs> appreciate the love on the bow tie <laughs> this is very good um but yeah so here's one of the questions that we had gotten and it was uh, about how to do an outreach to hiring managers uh, and this one individual was just trying to connect the dots from a referral that they had had previously during an internship and then afterwards they were just trying to get back in touch with them uh, so an introductory email, hello, my name is so-and-so, my area is in. Karen, curiously, uh, like that scenario that you gave earlier, uh, a person makes the introduction, connects both of the people together, how would you suggest to best go forward and talk to the person that uh, you've been introduced to? So you essentially say, you know, thank you for the introduction. And a lot of times it's, let's, can we set up a time to, to talk? So you want to actually set up designated um, amount of time to have a conversation. And then you prep for that conversation. You know, what kind of questions do you want to ask them? So when you sit there, you can have, you know, that um, outline that will help the conversation move along. Having the outline to, yeah, because you're setting the framework for what the discussion is all about. Absolutely, I, I think that is a, a great thing to do there. Right, especially if it's with a hiring manager, you know, what's the culture of the office, you know, things like that, that um, you really want to know that maybe you wouldn't be getting um, in the interview portion of it or anything very good we had another question this week about application strategies about how best to go about finding the right job to apply to which is the biggest uh, career area um karen i'm curious from your perspective uh when people are interested in applying for a job what would you say is one of the best things that they could really consider as they're going through the application process research 
So I would say you want to research the organization that you're applying to. Uh, you want to make sure that you know the layout, like what's their mission? What's their vision? Uh, so when you go into the interviewer, when you speak with them, you can say, well, you know, I, I was looking into and I saw that you handle these uh, procurement of these widgets. And what is your you know, procurement strategy as you go through? You know, so you can have specific questions when you go in so that they say, oh, well, he's done his, his homework or his or her homework, right. their homework on this. So it, it makes it, you, know, you're, you look very knowledgeable, you look like you're interested. Mm -hmm. So having that research um, as you're doing the application will also help you kind of think through your application process, especially if you're doing a cover letter or a statement of interest, you can tie that back. So use experience and your you know, career plan and your Absolutely. aspirations and, you know, tie them together. And that, that's really demonstrating the value there because it's not just about, you know, hey, I saw you do this, give me a job. <laughs> it's like, I know I appreciate you guys are doing X, Y, and Z. I've had experience doing these activities as well. Here's some of my successes that I've gone through. Uh, I'd like to bring that track record of success here. Uh, I understand what your needs and concerns are. I know how to help you. And that is a, a lot more of a connection that, that's there, certainly. And I'll say briefly also for application strategies, when you are looking on USA Jobs and you type in your job series number or area that you're looking, on the right-hand side, it'll say how many positions are available and at what grade levels for that type of position. So you wanna find a field or an area that has a lot of availability, not just in the entry level that you're going into, but also going up as well. The more of those that you see, the easier it is for you to grow into that. Yeah. So looking at the time now, it's just about 6.30. The time really does fly, doesn't it? Uh, I enjoyed our conversation today, Karen. I as well. Yeah, this was very helpful. So uh, this is how to nurture your network without burning bridges. This has been a fantastic conversation. Um, the podcast here is GovGeeks Assemble. Uh, level up your nine to five on 95. Uh, please feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions uh, along the way. But outside uh, of that, Karen, do you have any closing thoughts? I would just say, don't be Anakin. You don't want to burn your bridge and your legs. So just be careful with that. <laughs> just be careful with that. I don't think it could end on a better note. Thank you so much, everyone. We really appreciate your time.